0: (laughs) and basically Ah, he he just
1: lies (laughs) Ryan Johnson down and takes a big old shit on his chest oh no but Knives Out was really good Knives Out was really really good yeah yeah I'd like to see it again Um, but you know what I can see right now
0: what can you see right now?
1: The future, the horizon. It's 2020.
0: No, oh, you got it. it will be by the time this goes out, won't it?
1: Yeah, New oh, Year, no. same me.
0: Yes, yep,
1: yep. <laughs> Just slightly greyer. I'm gonna eat this mini roll while while I talk. Oh. New
0: Year, same old shit. Mm. Don't don't Mm-mm. eat the mini roll, Chris. Don't eat the mini roll. Mm. Why are you doing this to yourself? (laughs) Why are you doing this to your audience? Because
1: I'm hungover. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You see, fair. I've been, um, I've been in Panto Land for nearly 400 years, and I, um, (laughs) (laughs) and I, I, I have uh, because during the busiest season of this Panto. Uh, for American listeners, uh, it's basically theater, but louder and camper. Mm. Um, mm. And we, uh, we've we got, based on the Spotify analytics, we have a lot of listeners in Australia. So uh, just you guys, if you need an explanation, listen to that previous clip, but upside down. And Who the hell
0: is listening to us in Australia? I mean, I'm down for it, but it just seems odd that We're we Dan- have Australian, Australian listeners. We're
1: Dan to clan. Um, I'm okay with it. That's a lovely. That is a lovely phrase to say in an Australian accent. We're down to clan. Down to clan. Down to clan. Um, um, so yeah, I normally behave around the the main like big stretch of sellout shows and stuff, which is usually the week before Christmas and the week after Christmas. I don't drink too much, but <laughs> last night, but last night, a friend who I uh, worked on a travel show called all over the place uh, with was in Lincoln. Bumped into her a couple of days prior. I was like, what are you doing here? She's like i visiting family. I was like, oh my God, we'll go out and have a drink and a catch up. So we did last night and I went to a pub at the top of steep hill and drank uh, a lot of punk keeper or whatever the hell it's called. <laughs> punk um, IPA. Yeah. Punk pee. Punk pee. Um, it's just,
0: it's just punk IPA, Chris. Mm. It, it, is it though? It, yes. Can it?
1: Can't it be so much more? <laughs> it's, it's, it's an Indian pale ale oh you crazy kids yeah and, yeah um, yeah yeah yeah. and uh, so I had a lot of that on a near empty stomach so I'm, I'm rather hungover today but the that thing is, a, is
0: that is a theme with you is you
1: don't tend to eat before well, you drink well, well it's not that it's I don't tend to eat during multiple show days because I don't like feeling sick on stage um, you probably don't have time, yeah. Because the we we get just enough time, but it's it's more like that whole letting your stomach settle thing. By the time you're yeah. the mic pack on, you're like, oh god, I'm squeezing my sandwich, uh, uh, which, uh, which is not a euphemism yet. But the thing is, <clears throat> it was the second night in a row because the night before, some lovely cockers snuck into the theatre to watch the show, and then and then took me out for a drinky poo.
0: No, I'd like to. I'd like to um, just clarify, we did pay. <laughs> We didn't sneak in through the fire exit just before have, the
1: show went up. I could have put a, I could have put um, like a wedge in the fire exit door for you. you <laughs> no,
0: no, we're paying paying consumers.
1: <laughs> mm. Or as I said on stage the other night, in reference to the audience, punters. Punters. And the dame, and the dame had to go. Sorry, what did you say? Because <laughs> he genuinely <laughs> misheard me. Um. So that was, uh, that was a scary moment. But thank you yeah. for coming, you beautiful man. It was lovely to see your face. I, I came, held it in my arms. I came to hear you sing. I was
0: not disappointed.
1: Oh baby. You're a beautiful man. Cakes. I'll sing for you whenever you want, as long as you pay me, like, three quid.
0: Well, that's a bit much.
1: And give me a room to dress in. A bit much. And tickle my balls. Mmm. I like how we start in 2020 hungover with tickled balls, but um, <laughs> for those who are confused and don't know, I am Chris, Mr. Tickled Balls Johnson.
0: I am Matthew, Mr. Not Tickling Watson.
1: Mm, he says that, but this is audio, so you'll never really know. So
0: who's well, also, doing the tickling? Also,
1: we're in different cities at the moment, Skyping, so yeah, it's it's you don't have that long an arm. I'm not tickling anything of Chris's. I can guarantee you that. Well, you tickled my ear pudding because normally the first episode of the year, my ear pudding. Okay, that's the new one. Normally, the first episode of the year, boys and girls, is is the uh, the best of previous year, rest of next year uh, episode. Yeah, yeah. But that one. Um, as the lovely Matthew pointed out to me the other day, he says right two things. One. You're back next week, so we'll be able to sit down and nerd out for hours over things we loved in a room. And I was like, that is a good idea. Hours on end. Point number two, we have a a baby to put to bed. Um, Yeah. Because two weeks ago, we gave our predictions for the then-upcoming Mosian Pictia, Star Wars The Rise of Skawaka. Mm. And uh, then our Christmas episode went out, and... We have not reviewed Rise of Skywalker outside of little hints on our own social media. Big Dam yep. has not given its word, and and now is now is the time. Judging by the attendance of this movie, everyone who wanted to see it has seen it by now.
0: Yeah, I, so I would this, say so.
1: This will be a spoiler board a spoilers board, Sh- spoiler board. We are going to be diving deeper into this film. Than uh, one can d- dive into a sinking field, or whatever this, crap name they gave to that quicksand scene was. <laughs> this is the rise of Skywalker spoiler cast, which is to say
0: they already spoiled it. We're just going to talk about it. Hey,
1: now it's catch all itself. up to speed. To catch y'all up to speed, we are both children of the Star Wars VHS generation. We adore those movies. We've had a good old gay old time with them. They made us very happy. We preferred our own versions of them unedited, but hey, we'll Uh, settle for the special editions. Great. Lovely. Star Wars. Prequels. We, we've seen them.
0: We've seen them. (sighs) I mean, we were, we were technically, we were children of the prequel generation.
1: True. Yeah. We were, we were the target audience as they came out. Yeah, I was um, 11
0: when um when Thinky came out. When uh, F- Phantom Menace Phantom Menace came out, yeah.
1: Yeah, I was I was I was a I was an 8-year-old Ben and uh it was mm. right in my wheelhouse. I remember digging it as a kid, getting a bit older and going, this isn't very good. And by the time I saw clones in the this theater, I was like This not good. Oh, I mean sitting there in attack of the clones at age uh, 11. I was like, this isn't good. I could just sort of tell weirdly. And then I remember seeing Revenge of the Sith a couple times and having more fun with it. But yeah, I I was always still an original trilogy kid. I always preferred the original trilogy. Um, And then the sequel trilogy started. And I can't quite believe that the prequel trilogy is my second favorite of the three. Yeah, a bit weird, isn't it? It's so strange. Um,
0: Because I I loved loved The Force Awakens.
1: I really liked The Force Awakens. It was like a palate cleanser. Yeah, I really like the Force Awakens. It introduced wow. some charming new characters and some nice new dynamics, and suggested we were going to spend time with old friends, and that made me like, yeah, cool. Bring it on! It's a it's a good soft reboot. It's about as yeah. good as a soft reboot can be. Yeah, I wasn't a biggie on Last Jedi, but not I, in I, the uh, flaming yeah. internet reasons that all the bigots and racists and homophobes out there had. Uh, I, on the I... other hand, loved Last Jedi
0: because it did something different with the franchise and subverted expectations mm-hmm. and was just generally a great time at the old movies, movie shows.
1: Movie picture show. <laughs> and I think our, our, our united feeling going into Rise of Skywalker was, and for, coming from me not liking Last Jedi and you very much liking Last Jedi, our united feeling was, right, let's see how this third one builds on what number two did. And concludes the story. Mm. And it did that by ignoring number two completely, throwing some disses at it, and then kind of responding to the angry fanboys instead of a story. Instead of telling a story. It was... I mean, I don't know how much of Rise of Skywalker
0: sort of thumbs itself at pardon me, uh, at, um, at Last Jedi. I don't know how much of it was done like because they read stuff on the internet. I don't think the people, I don't think the people who would like to think that they are <laughs> influencing <laughs> um, the Star Wars uh, canon are influencing it as much as they'd like to think they are. However, I think there is definitely the sense of, Oh, actually, we just want to do our. We just want to do this. We just want to do our own thing. Oh, I think there's that in what they are doing, uh, what they did with this. is It's. <laughs> no, actually, we don't really want to go with what Ryan did. I'm just going to do my own thing. And so, uh, yeah, it doesn't fit. And I think it smacks of a trilogy that hasn't been planned at all. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. No, which, there is which, no way which planned we planned any we, of this stuff.
0: We kind of all knew going in, I think. Um
1: like mean, none of it, this stuff
0: had been planned, it, so it
1: felt like course correction in several yeah. places. Like um, Palpatine's, behind, Palpatine's behind it all, which just made me think of Red Letter Media. Because
0: I think, yeah. I think what I'm trying to say is, it's not. I don't think it was course correction because of internet feedback. I think it was course correction just because J.J. Abrams wanted, didn't want to do wanted to do something mm. specific. But, but that's such but a, it's such an ignorant had to choice backtrack and so far from. Yeah, yeah.
1: it's it's stupid. Uh, and, and like you know, Palpatine's behind it all. It's like no, clearly you it was going to be Snoke for you, JJ, and you can't have Snoke now. So you've gone well. I'll bring back Palpatine, and, and and pretend that Snoke was just part of his plan. Look, there's some clone babies and a jar. Just, it's just a lot of
0: weird sort of lazy choices. Yeah. To I mean, yeah. the, I mean, you could you could you could accuse the whole sequel trilogy of being. Um, built entirely on nostalgia and using nostalgia for um, the purposes of bringing audiences here. I Me, mean. Um but I don't think it's as simple as that. I, but I, I do think that that's what they did with this one. Like, mm, mm. last Jedi did so much to subvert expectations and not do what you expected it to do to its strength, I think. And this one, because it, they want I guess someone in control of it wanted it to be a nostalgia ride. They had to go back on so much stuff and spend so much of the movie which is crowded as it is, sort of it's a, redoing it's a, bits it's from last year. Surprisingly
1: Jedi. crowded as a stadium full of Sith ghosts, yeah. slash cultists, slash who the fuck are these guys? Are we ever gonna find out? Nope, never mind. Nope. Oh, I love the fact that it's God. like, oh yeah,
0: but they spend so much time like changing answers to questions that we got in last jedi that they raise a bunch of new questions and don't answer any of them
1: but hey listen to the music but it's the, con- it's the conclusion
0: of the saga Ooh.
1: don't you love it everybody yeah. hey woo. i mean no not not
0: particularly um yeah. just, it's not oh. where do we it's begin? not the strongest score uh right where so let's start we at we the st- beginning is that a good place I'll to start, start at the beginning well the opening crawl starts strong <laughs> Oh, Jim. Oh, oh! God, the I dead about speak. That. Okay, so your opening crawl is establishing that there's a message from Palpatine. We never hear this message in the film. Apparently, nope. it was in Fortnite. Okay, sure, whatever. That's marketing Wait, for what? you. What? So the voice message from Palpatine that is mentioned in the opening crawl, yeah, was heard as part of the Star Wars tie-in stuff for
1: Fortnite. Oh, fuck off, movie.
0: That's oh. uh
1: Oh, my God. That's cross-marketing for you. Oh, that actually makes me feel sick.
0: But, I mean, that Star Wars going after its target audience of kids
1: because <laughs> that's what all the kids are doing now. They're playing Fortnite. Yeah, but those kids aren't interested in watching movies about 60-somethings bandying around, being told to the audience that they're really important. Like, no kid who has grown up with just the sequel trilogy gives a fuck about Luke Skywalker or Leia Organa. Yeah, but that's not. I I mean, that's what I mean, though. Like, that's
0: the message from Palpatine.
1: Although, I would play more Fortnite if uh, you could play as Old Man Luke and do a bunch of emotes. Hey, I went back to play some more Fortnite after the Star Wars
0: stuff came in. It's not worth it. Um, (laughs) Rage it's not the same moves as Thick Daddy Thanos. Well, no, they're not. I think they are playing to the audience because it's, you know, it's setting up what's going to happen in the last film. I don't think people not having nostalgia for Luke or Leia Mm. has anything to do with the message being in Fortnite. (laughs) I think that's smart marketing. I think it's shitty, but I think it's smart marketing.
1: Did they tee it up publicly and be like, hey, if you guys play this thing in Fortnite, you will learn something about Rise of Skywalker before it comes out? Or is it more of an afterwards thing of, oh, that's what that was? No, no. Like there was a big like Rise of Skywalker tie-in. Like
0: there was an event in Fortnite. Because uh, my, my friend's son was super excited about it. He's ten.
1: Yeah, oh, he was super there you excited go. to like
0: yeah. do this thing in Fortnite where you all hung out in a certain place and they did a screen, and then JJ Abrams came out in Fortnite like as a Fortnite character.
1: What the hell?
0: And <laughs> and like introduced a special clip from the film, and then everyone got a lightsaber, <clears throat> and like it's it's that it's it's that kind of marketing. It's. Um, yeah, it's smart stuff. But that's, you know, they're going after the target audience, they're not stupid. No, um, it's it,
1: it's simultaneously genius and also like I but, but why? For me it just sort of makes me go why? Why do this? Just huh? I mean I get it. I completely get it. But it just seems so odd to them be like you have to have played Fortnite to know what we're talking about in the opening crawl of the movie. <laughs> well, no, because they think the opening crawl makes it clear. No, the opening crawl reads like a fucking terrible um, editor's uh, dialogue at the start of a comic book that has no self-awareness. Believe speak. me,
0: I've, I've heard the message. You don't get anything out of it. Like, it oh. does, it does, just it is literally just Palpatine talking about revenge. Like, there's nothing new there. I'm there's nothing in there. I'm going to in there twat
1: you with my strong hand. There's
0: nothing in there that doesn't like that that adds to what's in the opening crawl. Really, it's just more words. Even without Lord Vader, I will still burn these noobs. (laughs) I'm going to call a moratorium on Palpatine impressions
1: because we'll be here for four hours otherwise. Yeah. Um. You know, uh, just a quick digression. You know the bit in the panto where I was in a cloak pretending to be someone else who's been captured, and I'm in a cloak. Yes. 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 Did you Did you notice the hands? I did notice the hands, especially because oh, palp- you made a,
0: especially because you made a point of calling them out to me afterwards in the pub.
1: Yeah, but also off stage, just before we go on, I always turn to one of the guards and go, um, "You will pay the price for your lack of vision." <laughs> or, sure. Oh, you know now, young Skywalker, you okay. will die. So uh, you know, Palpy is very much a, a palpable presence within the popular culture. And the fact that he was going to be in this film did get us, I think, pretty excited. Mostly just seeing McDermott play a role that, even in terrible movies, he always comes like, across as really entertaining.
0: Yeah, I always like Ian McDermott as Palpatine, and I was intrigued to like to have him as like a forced ghost or a spirit, sort of influence, like exerting dark influence, but to literally just <laughs> be alive after the events of Return of the Jedi, Completely. and then to and go.
1: Completely underselling Vader's arc in Return yeah, of the Jedi, exactly.
0: Like completely negating the arc of that of that trilogy, uh, and then turn out to be like, oh, in the first ten minutes of the film, be like, oh yeah, I was behind Snoke. What? <laughs> what? Um, so what? Is, how, but how? How much? How much of Snoke were you behind? And like, like as soon as I mean, like, let's be honest, Star Wars. Is not the most internally consistently ins, insistent. Yeah, Star Wars <laughs> is not the most internally consistent series in terms of logic. No. It, is a, it is a it's a space space wizard movie. Um, but
1: a wizard sp- flick.
0: For the most part, I can't think. I can't think of anything else into it uh, in terms of the series that falls apart with any examination, as much yeah. as. Rise of Skywalker does the, the biggest. As soon logi- as you go on, sorry. As soon as you start to think about anything in Rise of Skywalker, it just completely falls apart. Yeah. It makes no sense.
1: Oh yeah, the the biggest logical flaw before this was a nitpick. It was why send a shape shifting assassin to kill Padme in her sleep, but then not use their shape shifting ability at any point as part of the assassination. That was the biggest. And there is an answer. There is an answer for that. Oh. If you use your usual MO, it's easily traced back to you. True, but they don't you make that you want to remain clear. anonymous. And also, why write it that it's a shape-shifting assassin if you're not going to use that? Because you want it to have a cool visual effect. <laughs> of their face changing slightly as they die. Yeah. yeah that's so pretty much. That's so, that's so pointless. But, but like,
0: log- That's like the biggest logic thing in, in, the, pre- in the prequels, really.
1: Yeah, that's literally it. The the rest of it works. I mean, not it's not good, but the story. No, it's not good, but it works. And Palpatine's arc is retroactively understandable in the prequels. By the time the third one rolls around, you've figured out exactly what hand he's been playing since day one. Yeah, and you're like, ah, George has thought this through. Um, And even in the original films, where the Emperor is an external character until Return of the Jedi. You get it. There's some evil bastard who's enforcing his will across the universe using a, mili- a Nazi-esque military force. Yeah, you don't need to see the emperor. You don't need until to see the emperor. See him. But then it's cool that, like, well, it's the last story. Let's meet the guy behind it all. Great. Yeah. Cool. Works. Um, <clears throat> in this, you're right. It does. It feels like an, an attempt to get him into it, but in doing so, they they cut short Vader's victory. At the end of the originals. Yeah. Where his one act of of decency in decades is to kill the man who he's realized is not only hurting his son, but is hurting everyone. And it's like he wakes up from a dream and he's like, What am I doing? And he kills he kills the Emperor, he throws him overboard into a shaft that explodes, and then the Death Star explodes. I mean, that as well, thanks to the prequels. We know that that moment is Anakin Skywalker bringing balance to the Force. The yeah. prophecy is complete in the original trilogy. Um, they suspect Except- it's him in the original, in the in the prequels. He's proved to bring balance to the Force, and not the way they're anticipating, which was to like the Sith rose up, mm. and then no, he he levels the playing field at the end um, of of uh, of Return of the Jedi. And even in this, the voice of Hayden Christensen, who, God bless him, they paid him money and he came back to do a line, um, says, bring balance to the force as I did. But you didn't. Palpatine's alive has apparently been puppet mastering a Sith, like, um, inheritance. And here's the other thing. Oh, God. Oh, my God. So, right. So, Palpatine's plan in this, apparently, has always been to use Kylo Ren to uh, eventually sorry, try to corrupt, but eventually lead Rey to him. Because Palpatine wants Rey to kill him. A, in an obvious, just lazy mirroring of Jedi. Yep. But B, because this time, all the Sith live in him now, and he's too weak, and if she kills him, he'll transfer his spirit into her. Uh, Or or at least, like, all of the Sith will be within her, which is not a thing they've introduced before. Nope. nope, Fine, okay, so... Oh, here's, here's here's your tricksy twist, guys. You can kill the bad guy, but if you do, you become the bad guy. And not just in a strike me down, use your hatred, none of that stuff. Not just in a you'll be as bad as me sense, like in the originals. This time it's, no, but for reals, something bad will happen to you if you kill me. Ha 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 ha! You're my puppet now. But if that's the case, why would Palpatine puppeteer Snoke into trying to get Rey killed multiple times? Because they didn't plan anything ahead of time,
0: and yep. <clears throat> none yep. of this makes sense. Yep, yep,
1: yep. It's, it's just it's it's, just it's, it's the Luke and Leia being siblings thing again. But the yeah. difference is with that they just sort of move on in a fairy tale like oh he's my brother bloody hell and han gets that very brief look of what like after she tells him and that's yeah, the not, film's I, way of going also, yeah we know the kisses were weird but we're moving on it's not but
0: it's also it's not like leia, leia and luke knew they were brother and sister until they were told
1: yeah palpatine apparently knew everything he was yeah, choosing so, to do despite it all contradicting oh god can we talk about the fact that raylo because that's yeah. what the internet has dubbed it, and that's what we got. those yeah. incest. It isn't, though. It kind of is. How? So, <clears throat> it is implied incredibly heavily in the prequels, although apparently recently a comic that's been out in the last couple months has suggested otherwise. But it's heavily implied in the prequels, especially in Revenge of the Sith, that Anakin was created by Palpatine. That uh, Palpatine... Uh, or whatever body he was in when he served under Darth Plagueis, the wise, um, was taught how to create life, shifting the midichlorians in, in, in the atmosphere, in the air, to create life. And uh, is, it, is it Shmi um, Yeah, Skywalker, me, so Skywalker yeah. Uh, we learn that Anakin in the first film, we learn that Anakin was a virgin birth. Uh, even though clones make some very heinous insinuations that perhaps she was um, molested. Um, how so? Well, they, they make that whole thing about how the Sand People like regularly kidnap people and do stuff to them. Yeah, but I don't. But but Anakin is not a is not a Tuscan Raider, so that theory doesn't quite work. But it's it's this whole thing of the films try to muddy the water. You bringing then... that up is the first time that I've heard about. Oh, that. Oh no, honestly, go, I know I know. Go, when the last time I watched Clones, the last time I stomached myself enough to watch Attack of the Clones, I was like, are they seriously implying that? It's really uh... odd. I, nope. I, think it's mo- I think it's mostly because uh, George isn't human, but, um, so there is that, uh, uh I think he's, that like, I, he's like, I, he's like I, Men in Black, but the little alien operating him lives in his jowls. I think that one's all you, dude. <clears throat> I think that one's all you. Well, I know, but, but the, the heavy implication being that Palpatine created Anakin or influenced the will of the Force so that Shmi would give birth to, is essentially his bitch in training. Like, I Anakin don't think, was, I Anakin don't was think always in the be, films. <clears> I don't <throat> think that's is. in the films. I think the that's way, in the EU oh, stuff. No, the way McDermott plays it, the way McDermott plays it, that whole moment, like, to influence, to create life, and he's just sort of looking at Anakin in this way. It's like, they're heavily, heavily implying it in that scene. I don't think they are. I think that stuff's <clears> in the EU. I don't think that's in no. the films. Well, no, the, the, I don't know about the EU itself, but the I know the recent Marvel stuff, one of the comics, Anakin, it's in a Vader book, I think. Has a uh, a nightmare and stuff where he he has a nightmare about Palpatine putting him there. Like, there's literally his mother is there, and Palpatine holds her from behind and holds her stomach. And yeah, all that no, stuff. I get I get that. I'm just saying
0: I don't I don't think that's even implied. I don't. I certainly don't think it's heavily
1: implied. No, that's fine. That it's in so, the film, okay. So let's let's take it. Let's take it as. Let's take it as. Possible then, like, yeah because it, 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 that it's it's what I just read from the, the way the scene plays and the way McDermott plays it and everything and the, the Virgin Birth idea in part one and the fact it's never explained. And then in part three, he's like, "Here's something that old Sith learned about making life, uh, meats." Because um, because then he goes on to talk about bringing someone back to life yeah. or saving them, but yeah. before that, he makes a point of saying creating life, and that's that's where I got it from. But it's like okay, but anyway. Um, so if that were the case, if, if Palpatine created Anakin, yeah. Anakin is, in a way, his son. At least as far as the Force goes, he's his son. His, his, his uh, grandson. I see where you're going with this. Oh, he's his son. Yeah, yeah. So he's his son. Uh, Anakin's grandson is Ben Solo, Kylo Ren. Palpatine is apparently a Palpatine who fucks and also had another kid who then had another kid who is Rey. Which, uh, we'll get to that, because that was the dumbest fucking reveal in the film, as far as I was concerned. Um, yeah, it was. It so, incest's back, because Palpatine's spirit baby and Palpatine's Palpatine-who-fucks-grandbaby um, get on with each other at the end of the movie, briefly. No, no, I don't, <clears throat> I'm, I'm not with you there, Sorry. Are you? De- are you denying incest in Star Wars, its rightful place? Yes. Well, I guess you don't like the original trilogy, then. Because, yeah, well, I just, I think that's something of a stretch. Fair enough. I'm just trying to find things to like about this movie. And one of them is disgusting, weird plot contrivances. Because Oh, no, the there's plenty gave of disgusting me disgusting, weird plot contrivances, but they don't have to be incestuous. Right. Um, We're half an hour in. Let's list things we liked so people don't instantly keep thumbing down this thing. Because um, there will be people who will be like, you didn't like it, we hate you. But either way, thanks for the activity on the video, suckers. So, the point yeah. is... Um, I really like the babies at the, 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 the celebration thing, watching the puppet show. Those puppets were adorable. I really like that lo- whole festival. I, I I love the idea of puppet creatures watching a puppet show. It makes me very happy. Yeah. Lots, go. Of, lots of lovely practical effects in this. Baby Frick. <clears> throat> <is> throat> yeah. Fantastic. It's
0: wonderful. <clears throat> Baby Frick is great. Wonderful puppeteering um, performance. Wonderful vocal performance. Um, 3PO. I, 3PO I, I haven't enjoyed actually, 3PO in a film for a while, and yeah. here he is again. Actually got some stuff to do. Um the, the main characters actually spend time together, with the exception of Rose, who is We'll get into that. We'll get ridi- into that. He is ridiculously sidelined.
1: Mm-hmm. Um
0: uh, what else? Um, I like I
1: like Ben Solo. I, I've enjoyed Kylo Ren the most in this trilogy, and and yeah, I, I, Adam, I don't I don't think Adam this film does him is a, a disservice. highlight. Yeah. I don't think the film does him a disservice, but uh, it definitely, a lot of the heavy lifting's being done by Adam Driver because the script doesn't really give him much to go on. Um, But he's phenomenal. I loved his his imagined reconciliation with his late father.
0: Yeah, lovely uh, uh, Harrison Ford cameo. Was not expecting that. It was great.
1: Did you notice just before he showed up on screen, you could hear a faint beep, beep, beep. Beep, as they were reversing a dump truck full of money up to his house. Very good. Thank you.
0: Very Thank good. Thank you very much. Ah, uh, <laughs> very. Mm, okay. Yeah, all right. Come on.
1: Yeah, okay. He's, he's wanted him dead for years. He finally got his wish in Force Awakens. Can you imagine the phone call? Harrison, so um, we need you for a couple days on location. <laughs>
0: I think you could just put him on a green screen I don't think you need to have them on location
1: maybe but even that he'd be like oh god I wear the fucking jacket again <laughs> like yeah look Harrison we'll get you all the weed you want you can okay. buy you as much weed as you can possibly smoke we'll buy you some Star Wars weed yeah we, we grew it on Act 2 yeah it's, uh, it's, 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 it's extra flavoured by the okay. dripping green teats <laughs> very good don't ever say that again Please. Oh. Please. Daisy Ridley is an absolute dream, and this film sort of shat on her in terms of giving her an emotional range of things to play, because it didn't really give her much to do beyond blatant spectacle. Well, it's just bemusement. Like, <clears throat>
0: none of what is happening to her makes
1: any sense. Yeah, but despite all of that, I still really like Ray, And it, it's, you know, it, it's sort of a... It's an odd one. Um, she, she, and also power to her. She sells a really weird line at the very end of the film with such sincerity that it took me about two days afterwards to go, no, but wait, what? <laughs> so, good honor. Which, which line, Ray, Ray Skywalker? I was nope. like, I, I nope. get what you're doing. Doesn't
0: sell it. Doesn't sell it.
1: I get what she's doing. I get the. the I was trying to honor them, but it's like no, like. It, it, Prove that who you are isn't important, or even better, own that you're a Palpatine and be like, "Yeah, I'm a Palpatine, but I'm also I, not a t- I'm not a twat." Try as you might, Daisy Ridley did not sell that moment <clears throat> at
0: Damn. all for me. And maybe I was just
1: dazzled by the twin Sians.
0: No, no. Oh, going back to Tatooine makes fuck all sense, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, Hey, let's go bury Luke's and Leia's for some reason. I said, we'll lightsaber. get to it. I said, we'll get to it. <laughs> um a still on positives.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <fuck>. <laughs> uh, um, Lando's first appearance was really nice.
0: Lando in general, I think, was really nice.
1: Yeah, underutilized, but in a way where I'm like, Billy Dee Williams is old as fuck. I understand this. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, what are you going to do with him? Like, he's going to fall apart if you put him in any more scenes. Um, that brand synergy thing of Lando being dressed as Lando from Solo was weirdly irksome to me. It was such a nitpick, but, like, it's just he, he was basically wearing Donald Glover's costume, and I was like, yeah. "I, why are you doing that? Like, I don't want you to wear exactly what you wore in Empire, because that implies you haven't washed it, but this implies you're wearing something from about 60 years ago that you still not washed. That's fine. It's, it's for the audience, isn't it? Synergy, brand synergy. Yeah, that that way, kids might go and buy uh, new solo Lando toys that haven't sold yet because they think it's old Lando. Uh, yeah, <clears> old <throat> Lando is
0: good Lando, and if he's recognizable, be Lando to younger audiences. <clears throat> That's fine by me.
1: You're damn fine by me. Um, what? what else?
0: What Isn't else did it, I like? It's
1: so telling that we're finding it hard. Um, uh, I, I don't I, know.
0: There is like there is a lot of, like, a lot of the space battle-y stuff I like. Yeah. yeah. I like the big old space battle at the end, even though the hows and whys of it make no sense. The actual <laughs> visuals of it are nice.
1: Yeah. I um, like I like Kylo Ren's very Han Solo-esque shrug to the Knights of Ren. Very good. Very, very like, good. that was the first moment where I went, oh, there's the son of Han Solo. There yeah. he is.
0: That was very good. Uh, but um, I think we can chalk that down to Adam Driver is excellent.
1: Yeah, that's um, down to him. Not really, not really. Not anything else, really, I guess. Yeah. I, um... Shit in hell. I, like, I liked the big-ass, mostly practical Sand Snake. That was very, like, yes. Return of the Jedi. They're like, oh my God, big creature effects. Look at this.
0: I like um, the way they, um... Well, no, I don't, actually. But we'll get to that. Um,
1: oh.
0: <laughs> I... Christ
1: alive. I don't know. I I I like
0: individual performances in this.
1: I like but, the idea of defected stormtroopers having their own um sort of like clan and hiding yeah. out. Um yeah. I just I wish I just wish they'd done more with them. Good well,
0: God. I wish that they'd have done what was in what apparently was in the script because it comes up in the visual <clears> dictionary <throat> and made it explicit that Janna was uh lando's daughter who had been stolen from him because the the first order made a point of going
1: after former rebel uh leader's children when right they were that, recruiting that would troopers. have been a great that would have been a great story but it also would have added to something that i hated about this film and, it's in the visual dictionary and and as i realize star wars in general like something that's why i they, really dislike about star wars in general that's why they have that moment towards the end yeah which unfortunately without the context almost came across as like Hi there. I know, and that's
0: and I don't, and that's not. I don't think that's because of the performance. I think that's because of the editing, mind
1: you. That also would be in keeping with Star Wars, though.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Hey there, what a space fuck. Um, uh, I didn't yeah, get that from it.
0: I didn't get that from it at all. But
1: I've seen people have that. Have that. Um, I think it's pretty much just because yeah. everything Billy Dee Williams says kind of sounds like he's coming on to you.
0: <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Um, <laughs> you want to buy
1: it? You want to buy a wine cooler? Fuck I yeah!
0: I didn't get that from it, but I I, I I've seen that criticism
1: elsewhere. So <laughs> God, sure. he's got so many whatever, capes. whatever. Um. <laughs> um. Yeah, I just I oh God, I mean that was that was irritating because it was like you could have told a thing about how like so you're all stormtroopers are defected because she says like one day we just dropped our weapons like we just did it we couldn't do it anymore and you're like cool but you know what would be really nice considering you have a character in this scene who's not been given very much to do since the first movie really. Mm. You could have turned around and been like, we did it because of you. We did it because we heard about FN-2187. We heard about what you did. And we realized that we don't have to go along with this life. Do you know what I mean? Make it so that Finn's like, oh shit. Because then you are, like, obviously this implies that there's no enemies anymore for the Resistance to fight by the end. Yeah, But you're implying that Finn is an absolutely worthy successor to, like, Leia and whatnot. The idea that he's a leader; people have looked up to him, like this coward who ran away because he was like, "I can't do this." What's wrong with me? No, he's a hero. Like the dude made the right choice, and he's inspired people who he's never met. Like, <laughs> that would be great, and it tie into it tie into the whole Luke thing. Because yeah. like obviously, obviously, the first film was like, "Oh, Luke Skywalker," you know, Luke Skywalker, and the second film is like, "Oh, it turns out Luke doesn't want to do this." So it's like, well, I would feel way more comfortable with all of that, if by the end of it you're like, yeah, but some people, some people are born to lead and they just didn't know it. And Finn is one of those people. And for all the wrong that he supported by being part of this thing, he's going to correct as much as he can now and lead everybody into I a, better, th- to a better future.
0: I think... Um, Instead of
1: just walking around going, Ray! Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think, I think Last Jedi was
0: leading to that because that was part of um Paul's character arc.
1: Yeah, who who but, sort of takes the mantle in this and then is like, "Oh no. I'm sorry everybody. Yeah. We're all going to die." Which is nowhere near as impressive as the film it was sort of remaking, where no. where the dude in that movie stands there stout, ready to face down evil and die no matter what, holding a broken shield in one arm and a big hammer in the other. Yeah. Um oh <sighs> god. Like I Seriously, why did Lando not just say, on your left? Because it was just like, this is, you, you're doing it. Somewhere in the production of this movie, someone has made that call and gone, let's do this. Yeah, I reckon so. And I know everyone says it's because they did it in Endgame. But it's like, yes, but it won't be as a reaction to the success of Endgame because they would have shot all this stuff before Endgame came out. Yeah. But they obviously had good feelings about Endgame at Disney and went, yeah, do something like that that moment plays really well in the, in the screens we've had for end game So do that. It's like, huh? And again, it also mm. like, I didn't like last Jedi, but I respect last Jedi a hell of a lot. And the fact that that also kind of shits on one of the most interesting and compelling moments in last Jedi was really annoying to me. The bit where they're like, we've put the call out. Nobody's coming. It's like, Oh my God, which really ramped up how frightening the first order were. <clears throat> in a galaxy where we never really spent time anywhere to learn about how everyone thought about them yeah because um, Last Jedi one thing I didn't like about it for sure was the fact that we never really got the sense of what the rest of the galaxy thought about this conflict we knew that some people no, made and we, weapons and sold them but and I kind of didn't really get that from any of
0: the <clears throat>
1: <clears throat> yeah for- Force Awakens any gives, it, it. gives it to us in shorthand yeah because it, it makes you think of the originals um and, and then Force Awakens does a nice job of going, but these guys, they've got the firepower, they've inherited all this stuff, but they're essentially children. They're essentially Twitter Nazis. That's what they are. Yeah, yeah. They're way out, they're way out of their depth, but there's this mysterious figure who's orchestrating it. And yeah. wouldn't it be interesting to find out why? And then the second film's like, nope! Which is still a scene where I'm like, that's a really cool scene. But I, that was one of the things that irked me because I was like, no, seriously, what, Why? And unfortunately, it left it open for this one, for them to just go, "Uh, Papertins behind it all. It's like, oh, God. God damn it. And it's just
0: just a bunch of ideas thrown at you Mm. that don't really have time to land. And when you think about them, don't make any sense. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Everything just falls to pieces. And I I can't... Yeah, it sucks.
1: (laughs) How often do you think Kerry Russell was actually on set?
0: Probably around the same amount of time as as, uh, Pedro Pascal was for The Mandalorian.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Which is to
0: say, not not a lot.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Stuntman Jeff, yes. (laughs) Put this helmet Um, on. Yeah, -hmm, Kerry Russell's mm -hmm, character. mm -hmm. I like Kerry Russell. Completely pointless character.
1: Yeah. Half of this plot was completely pointless. Well, well, well. We're getting into film conspiracy now, the whole Chinese market and everything, and other uh, countries throughout Europe and Asia. Okay. Um, so this film, of course, contains the first, quote, gay kiss in Star Wars, unquote. Yeah. And it's really fleeting, and it's just sort of like... As, as a human being who's grown up in a world surrounded by people of different genders, sexualities, ethnicities, everything, I just saw two characters celebrating having a kiss. I was like, that's really lovely. Well, the, the problem with it is, it, is mm. it's so like they yeah. made a
0: de- they made a big deal of it leading up to the release
1: and it is yeah. so fucking fleeting which is what the Walt Disney Corporation has been doing now for a while they've been it's going see just- so we have representation and it's it's either so quick you miss it or it's super subtle it is or- ins- it is insultingly subtle yeah because you know and as has been proved with this one now in certain markets they just edit it out when it goes to other countries well they didn't edit it out in China not in China no, but uh, in other in other places, that scene was as just snipped out. As, as it. far as I'm aware, the only place that snipped the gay kiss out is Singapore. Oh, definitely Singapore. That was where it broke. There's a couple of others. I can't remember where now, but Singapore was the one where like people were going, going like, yeah, it's not in this film. It's not. But well, not not China. China didn't give a fuck. Not China. No, China. China and their communist government didn't give a shit. But um, no, it's it's more the fact that they do those. They make those decisions so that they can edit and tweak around them. Like. Um, The Russo brother who cameos in the start of Endgame can be dubbed with different lines. Um, uh, LeFou's stuff in Beauty and the Beast is all subtext. And um, the moment where he dances with the young man at the end would, in a country that is not pro-homosexuality, would just look at that as, oh, it's funny. He's dancing with a man. That's funny. So there's no... You know what I mean? There's no sort of like. Also, it's probably the biggest reason
0: they haven't given they didn't give Elsa <clears throat> a girlfriend in Frozen Two.
1: Yeah, despite the fact that fan art, God bless it, fan art around the freaking world is depicting her and that newer character as partners. Um, I'm not seeing it, but it just made me happy to see that the 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 viewers are going. No, fuck that. We're going to flood the internet with pictures of her in a gay relationship.
0: I have seen Frozen um, Two. God, I wish that happened. Yeah, I mean, the well, films the films fine, but like, yeah, come on, just do it already.
1: But what is Stop one of the, making it subtext, just make it text. But what is one of the biggest things that people loved about Force Awakens that they read into it and went, we would love to see that go a certain direction. Oh, yeah, Finn and Poe. Finn and Poe. Oscar Isaac wanted to do it. <clears throat> yeah, and it's not, it's not downplayed in Last Jedi, but they don't share many scenes in Last Jedi. No. But the scenes they do share together, they clearly have a lot of love and respect for one another. Because they lived through some really fucking traumatic shit, the start of Force Awakens. They made that escape together. Yeah. Like, they are bonded for life. That shit was exciting and terrifying. And he, he looked after his jacket and his droid. Isn't this great? These Oh, these guys are going to get on great. And we all felt a thing because their chemistry was really good. It was like, you know what? Wouldn't it be fucking adorable if these two ended up being a thing? It would be so sweet. Why not? And it wasn't because the world is hungry for gay. It's because we looked at them and went, that chemistry is so enjoyable and palpable. Wouldn't they be cute together? Like... The world of pop culture collectively went, Yeah, I ship them. I absolutely ship those <laughs> characters. I ship it. Yeah. Uh, and that was so wonderful because it, it was never really a thing. I, I've never seen like a massive backlash for that. I've just seen people go, Yeah, why not? Um, obviously, yeah. there is backlash and there are, you know, twats out there, but. Whatever. I mean, there is backlashes. People are awful, yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, which is true. People are awful. But um, this film. I think Kerry Russell's character existed. Purely. Purely. Yeah. To sort of <clears throat> non-subtly go, yeah, but pose straight, guys. So uh, he wouldn't get with Finn. Because th- she had no other function. This coin will get you off world. Right, cool. But that's only a thing because you've written it to be a thing. It's only a thing because you had to go to that world in the first place. Yeah. Um, so there's that. And then also, I mean, the, it did give the, us Bobby also, Frick, but true, but it's also the reintroduction of, uh, though not confirmed. And JJ has since, uh, disputed it, but the reintroduction of Finn's crush on Ray. Um, oh yeah. Which, yeah. Which yeah. JJ, JJ has since said that, no, the thing he wants to talk to her about is that he's force sensitive. Bullshit. Why, why would that be a thing you say as you die? Bollocks. You, you, you would turn to all of them and say, oh my God, we're going to die. I love you all so much. Wouldn't you? You'd be like, I love you all. Like, I hate, I hate that we're dying. I love you all. Bye. You don't go, right, I have to say something. I'm false sensitive dead. It's like, that it doesn't, wh- what? No, 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 JJ, fuck off. Um, and, and then why would he be so
0: fucking cagey about it later on? And then never bring it up. Like he
1: never actually says
0: it. Everyone at else brings point. it up and he always avoids the <clears throat> question and it never gets answered.
1: Yeah. But the reason they did that is because in the first one he's like, you have a boyfriend, you have a cute boyfriend, which is my one least favourite line in that Force, in Force Awakens. I think it's played wonderfully. It's played wonderfully by John Boyega, <laughs> but it, it is, it's it is, yeah. It's, very, it's, it's very Ghostbusters 2016. It feels like they've just chucked in a gag from one take yeah. and gone, yeah, that'll be fine because it doesn't mean anything. I mean, I got it. He's led a sheltered life. He's been in this infantry and all this and the other. Everybody he's stared at ever is just a white uniform with a helmet. Like, he's, you know, he suddenly sees a pretty girl who he's just had a near-death experience with and is like, ooh, hey, you. so are you doing anything later? Like, I get that. I get the character mood there. But it it just always kind of felt a bit like, oh, okay. Um, I don't like it, but I get it. So in this film, two things subtly reinforce the idea that Poe and Finn don't like boys. And it's just like, oh, this is Which is bullshit of the highest order. Um, And speaking of relationships denied, as awkward as that kiss was at the end of Last Jedi, for Finn and Rose to basically have no interplay at all in this Mm -hmm. was bizarre. It was so bizarre. And like you said, I don't think the filmmakers did it necessarily on purpose. Uh, in terms of like as a reaction to the internet. Yeah. But it certainly fucking felt like it. Well, this is, Chris Terrio has come
0: out in uh, one of the screenwriters who also (laughs) wrote uh, Batman v Superman. Superman, So, you know, make it that way you will. But he has said that the, the reason why there's so little Rose in the finished film is because they had, most of her scenes had been with Leia. But then when they were finishing the scenes off, they
1: realized that they weren't really usable. So it meant that most of the scenes ended up getting cut. So that's bullshit because um, the film was being rewritten during pre-production and early principal photography in places. Because it was originally a script by Colin Trevorrow and the other guy who he worked with on the two Jurassic films screenplays. They used elements of that because they have a story credit. And then the script was rewritten by Chris Terrio and JJ Abrams. And I'm sure a few ghostwriters as well would have contributed scenes and done bits and pieces. Um, as has been revealed on pretty much every JJ project, some he hands it scenes off to friends and collaborators to to develop and work on. Um, who never who never commit to revealing what they did, which probably means that there's a legal thing about it all. But like <laughs> John Favreau and Simon Pegg and a few others have all hinted that they wrote yeah. pieces about pieces in The Force Awakens and stuff. Probably so, more than
0: JJ would like them to admit.
1: <laughs> maybe, maybe, but. You know, it's, um, it. it's, <sighs> so this story was not set in stone when JJ came aboard as director. I mean, I don't think this story was set in stone by the time they got to edit in the film. Let's be honest. You could absolutely have given all of Dominic Monaghan's lines to Rose Tico. It wouldn't have given her a lot of character development. But it would have at least shown that she's an integral part of that war room. I mean,
0: he's almost a character who is who is there just to take her lines off her. Oh, yeah. Oh, good God, yes. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <clears throat> I love Dominic Monaghan as much as the next man,
1: but yeah. really? It's painfully distracting. The cameos in these films have been very distracting. Yeah. Um. The, the ones that aren't distracting are the ones where they have a few lines, like Adrian Edmondson in Last Jedi. That's not distracting because he has a few lines, so he's a character. So you're like, Sure. That's Adrian Emerson playing a character. Great, um, you know uh, Daniel Craig's Stormtrooper in Force Awakens isn't distracting because he has several lines and it's and not obviously Daniel Craig. Yeah. That apparently happened in this one as well. There was a lot more of that going on in this one. Um, yeah,
0: there are a few Stormtroopers knocking around who were different people.
1: Yeah, yeah uh, uh, on the I can't remember the name of the world where Carrie Russell was now, but it's like uh, uh, one of the Stormtroopers in that shot is Jamie Oliver. You know the establishing shot where it's like going through the alleyways. Oh, great. J- J- Jamie Oliver's a stormtrooper. Ed Sheeran is a stormtrooper in that scene somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin Smith is the g- good dude in the cloak next to the droid. So, <laughs> so there's, yeah, whose um, character name is some variation of Silent Bob. So there's like, you know, there's, there's the, the cameos like that are fine. But it's when they have those moments where it's like, there's Thomas Brody Sangster in Last Jedi. He's just got a close-up shot. Or is it Force Awakens? Which is a close-up of him. You're like, wait, what the fuck? Huh? And then they move on. You're like, no, hang on. Wait a minute. That was such a body. What's happening here? I find those ones so distracting. And Dominic Monaghan was like an extended cameo version of that. It was like, it's Dominic Monaghan. What's happening? Why? 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 Why are you saying
0: all of the things Rose should be saying?
1: Yeah, you've got Richard E. Grant, who's playing a character and probably had less lines than Dominic Monaghan. Yeah. I just... Oh, God. Richard E. Grant should have been in The Last Jedi. What was his name? General Pride. Uh allegiant to General Pride. Oh, I guess the allegiant is to hint that he has another allegiance to the emperor. Oh, it's supposed to be um, like an
0: it's supposed to be like a a,
1: a higher rank. Like yeah. he's the fucking but he's the, he's talking. He's talking. Yeah, basically. He's a grand moff. Um basically. But like if he he'd been in last jedi, it would've been Slightly more biteable that he was part of this plan that's been ongoing. But the fact that he just rocked up. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just that whole thing as well. Like the fact that he just rocked up, they were clearly trying to get you to think maybe he's the spy because he's the new guy. And it's like, he is a spy, but he's not the spy for the resistance. He's a spy for Palpatine. Yeah. Even though Palpatine doesn't need a spy because the moment he turns around is like... I have a fleet of fully operational battle stations. The First Order is like, sure, why not? Here's this fleet that I've been keeping underwater for God knows how come, long. Come to this planet that no one can get to, everybody. What? No. <laughs> what, what was the point in the Wayfinder bullshit? It's like, Kylo has to find a Wayfinder so he can go to Exegol, stupid name. And um, go meet Palpatine. Ray spends the whole movie trying to get hold of a Wayfinder so she can go and find Palpatine. And I know it's the whole thing of like, it's all right, she's put a tracker, she's leading us to him, but it's like, yeah, but the First Order still got there. So obviously this is a doable thing. This is an achievable journey that can be made as long as you've got a vague idea of where you're going. Mm. Also, we need an ancient dagger that will somehow create a visual clue to point to the location of a Wayfinder that is based on rubble that won't exist for thousands of years, but also that secret location is just next to his fucking desk chair in his throne room. Yeah. I I mean, I like, don't get me wrong, I like the idea that, that that door that is in a few shots, it's obviously not prominent, it's just part of the background, but that door that's like to the side of his throne from the original film, is is basically the the cavern in on Dagobah in Empire? Yeah, like I, it, I would imagine it, it's, it's, it's a whole, spiritual location of some kind. Yeah, the um, whole um, the whole
0: place is probably that. Yeah, that's yeah. what I would feel because you know it's where he quote unquote died, but then he didn't die, so that yeah. Makes sense. God,
1: oh god. <sighs> Again, oh, as soon as you think about it, Fall falls apart. apart. For example, Leia Organa's sacrifice. What was it? Who she, could say? She died reaching out say? to Ben to momentarily distract him so Rey could kill or fatally injure him. I guess. Why would that be Leia's last act? Huh? I want Rey to kill my son. I'm going to reach out to him. But she reaches out to him in such a sincere way. Even though in The Last Jedi, they put up that really interesting, compelling idea that she's like, he's gone. My son is gone. Like, he's beyond saving. Like, she ends that movie with like, he's he's not there anymore. I don't mind her being wrong about that, though. Me too, but like, the problem is, you need, unfortunately, more scenes to play on that and play on the drama of it. And oh, we, yeah, didn't, totally. we didn't have that luxury, and that's... Well, we, we didn't have that luxury, but we had Maz Kanada saying very expository lines of dialogue about what Leia's thinking. That what she do. <clears throat> Why is Maz Kanada in this film? Uh, because... I like Maz Kanada. I fucking love Maz Kanada in The Force Awakens. I think what a wonderful character in that first film. Uh, how, did, how did you get all the Luke's lightsaber? An, an interesting story for another time. We never We're never going to talk about it. Who rebuilt the lightsaber?
0: We're never gonna talk about it. Oh my god. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be in the it's gonna be in the fucking comics somewhere, isn't it? Like
1: But hey, Wicket I- Wicked's got a kid, so yay. Yay, Wicket. Why not just I know it sounds daft, but if you're gonna parallel the original trilogy so much, why not have the wreckage be on Endor? Why not have the wreckage it is on Endor. No, it's on one of the moons of Endor. They established oh, that Endor god. has they have they established that Endor has several moons. Oh god. I just figured it was on Endor. No, nope. Moons of, moon Endor. of Endor. Well, Moons no. of Endor. A planet that's just fields, but that's okay. I'm sure these stormtroopers are finding something to eat out here. No, no, no. The, the, uh, also aren't on Endor, they're on the forest moon yeah, of Endor. Yeah, they're on the Forest Moon of Endor. So this was like the the washed up dirty field moon of Endor. Yeah, I guess. And but we'll just have it land on the forest moon of Endor so we can revisit a familiar location. I figured it was the forest moon of Endor. Just a different no. part of it. No, no, it's it, it was a different one because it was that whole thing. They, they, made all, they said Endor and I was like, oh my God, are we going to go to Endor? Are we going to go to the forest moon of Endor? And then they were like, you no, know, it fell on one of the moons. It's like, oh, oh. And then they got there. I was like, well, that's not the forest moon of Endor. That's the dirty washed up ships and low tide moon of Endor.
0: Maybe they finally did the thing where, <laughs> oh, these planets have more than one biome.
1: Maybe, but did you notice how all the planets we visited were still just copy-paste planets of ones we've seen before?
0: Yeah, almost
1: like the Star Wars universe is insanely limited. I know, I know, we've sort of uh, we've fallen out of love with best of the worst, uh, not best of the worst, Red Letter Media quite a bit. Yeah, um, and and I think I think we still both enjoy best of the worst, but Mike, you find Mike hard to swallow now. I think um, most
0: people do. Ooh, baby. I think uh, I think he, I think he's
1: taken his toll on the rest of the team by the sounds of it. Yeah, even Jay, even Jay and Rich, they like, sort of um, tell him to shut the fuck up in a lot of the videos now. But back when they did their review of the Last Jedi, and, and they they, sh- they shared quite a lot of feelings I had about it uh, at the time. Uh, Rich Evans made a really good point. He said Star Wars is very small, like it's a vast galaxy yeah, yeah. of about three ideas, and it's very true. And I felt that so much more in this film. But that's also why I like a lot of
0: the spin-off mm. media, because it does make the galaxy feel bigger.
1: Oh, Dr. Aphra? Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Let's follow those Thing. stories. Um, you know, just the just the, the the time spent between New Hope and Empire in that first yeah. couple of years of the comic with Marvel. The, the Mandalorian is doing a great job of that. Um yeah. And, but, you know, the other comic stuff they're doing. But the problem is that the, the main films <clears throat> shouldn't be excused because of that. Like, they should still introduce new ideas. No, not
0: at all, not at all.
1: <clears throat> the reason we're on a desert planet to start Return of the Jedi is because they returned to the desert planet from the first film. Yeah. It's not that every planet's a desert planet. We've had two different desert planets in the sequel trilogy.
0: Yeah. That are
1: just deserts. And that's it. Jakku and wherever the one was in this one with the worm and the and and the sinking fields. And also <clears throat> Lando, Pasaana. Yeah. Yes. Oh god. Just do you know what I mean? It's just like, what is this? I mean the 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 planet the, the one with Gary Russell on and everything. Um even that didn't feel new. Cause it reminded me of the planet at the opening of Rogue One. And yeah. it reminded me of the planet at the opening of Solo. Like they were they were basically the same. It was just like smoggy little shantytown. With lots of tight alleyways. I mean, what else Trooper, is it going be Troopers. though? Like, well, it could be more things. It's 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 the Doctor Who conundrum. It's a show that can go anywhere, but budget means it's mostly going to visit Earth. Well, yeah, Disney Disney have the keep... budget to to really play and and change stuff up.
0: I think to a degree you have to keep things recognisable as a shorthand, so you're not having to explain a oh, bunch of sure. shit that doesn't necessarily need explaining.
1: For sure, but it's just kind of. I don't know. For a gal- an unlimited galaxy of possibilities, it feels fairly limited, um, and, and as a result, the films with the most varied and interesting locations are the prequels.
0: The yeah. prequels take
1: us to so many different places. Yeah, we all enough. feel different. Like, where's, where's the where's the where's the clone facility? What's that called? again? Camino. Camino. So Camino. Is literally a planet made of raging ocean, and in the middle so that like there's no habitable life there, but somebody's established a facility under the surface that can be accessed by one like um, landing pad. Yes, that's basic as an idea, but it's a powerful visual. Like that's a really powerful visual, and everything inside it is like the cleanest, whitest, brightest corridors we've ever seen. So yeah. already, already it stands out from everything we've seen before in Star Wars. Um, hell, the cockpit of, of the, the, the the royal ship from Naboo feels like a distinct location. That the,
0: the royal ship is, is a distinct <clears throat> design because it's so art deco and nice. And
1: yeah, and just the, just the way it is. Like it's <clears throat> throne rooms on a minimized scale and as a result feels more intimate. And like our characters can interact with each other and and you know you can have that quiet conversation between Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon in the cockpit and it feels like a place um Padmé's uh, apartment in on Coruscant in 2 and 3 Coruscant mm. itself is a very distinctly distinct visual location um Naboo Naboo's one of the most beautiful locations in all the films yeah um the Gungan city is on the same planet and feels like a completely different place like, it's just, there's, there's such a variety in those prequels. Um, I don't know. I just, this this just feels so much like it's going, people like the Death Star corridors. Let's make every corridor a Death Star corridor. <laughs> people really like Tatooine. Let's just go to Tatooine several times. Yeah, but, but I, different think, I think there's thing. a difference
0: between consistency of design and um, <clears throat> lack of variety.
1: And, yeah, and yeah. some of
0: what you're saying, I think, is, consist- is is lack of variety. But I think some of it is also consistency of design.
1: Yeah. But that, so, that, in uh, it, that in itself makes it feel, it adds to the limited feel to for me. But um, <clears throat> that's also because, again, we have bad guys who are stormtroopers and good guys with light swords. And, you know, uh, the, here, here's a cute droid. And we're going to introduce another cute droid. And here's another cute droid. And, you know, it just, it all feels very vanilla. And, and this third film kind of cemented that. And again, retroactively, it makes me respect Last Jedi so much more for trying, for being, for trying yeah. to break that, for trying, for trying to shake it up. No, um, totally. And the thing is, it's like, do, do I now love Last Jedi? No, but my respect for it has increased even more because I'm like, do you know what? You did your thing. You did your own thing. Yeah, this, um, this,
0: this is a cowardly film. Yeah. Yeah. A like, Jedi's weapon deserves
1: more respect. Oh God, really, Luke? Are you really just going to say, "Hey, everyone, that last one? Fuck that! Fuck that shit!" Yeah, it's like, I was wrong. Some say that's character development. I say Force Ghosts don't just sit around and think about what they d- they've done. <laughs> mm. <sighs> so that that was his scene. That was his scene. That was his scene. In this film. Also, can we talk about how
0: he managed to... Not only did he manage to Mm. raise his X-Wing out of the water, fine, but he did also manage to somehow replace the door that he'd Mm. already used as the door to his... uh, Replace the wing that he'd used as the door to his hut.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Of course, bloody hell. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yes, Jesus. Also, wouldn't it have been more powerful if Ray had lifted the X-Wing out of the water? Yep. Because then it would at least be saying, hey, where I failed... You will succeed. You then it, this. but then it
0: won't be a callback
1: to Empire to uh, Empire. Oh my God! I can't believe he finally completed his arc fifty years later and is now dead. Jesus, love Christ. it, love it. Fan service can be a wonderful thing, but it can also suck
0: my balls. <laughs> <laughs> it just... <laughs> definitely suck in this. So,
1: do you think Hopefully the porg the right shot? Bits. Do you think the pog shot was a new shot, or do you think it was an unused shot from Last Jedi? 'Cause it was just one shot of a porg chirruping. Yeah. Probably um, an unused shot from Last Jedi. I don't, But
0: that being said, I don't think I I think a lot of the people involved with the production of this film probably didn't watch The Last Jedi.
1: Yeah.
0: It feels like that. It, yeah, it, it, it feels like a lot they didn't watch it. It's <laughs> just like, oh
1: Kelly Marie Tran, though I didn't love love the character of Rose, I really liked her and I wanted more of her. And that was not down. I didn't dis- dislike yeah, her because of Kelly Marie done Tran. Dirty, man. She got done dirty like crazy here, um, which absolutely sucked. Although I've seen, I can't remember it was, but someone on Twitter said like, do you know what the best move to make now would be? Pay Kelly Marie Tran a fucking King's Ransom and have a Rose Tico Disney Plus series. I think someone's even stepped forward being like, I'll direct it. <clears throat> yeah, like do it. And not only that, include elements of it that people really want to see so that even the people who are like, oh, I don't like Rose for stupid reasons go, fuck, well, I guess I'm going to have to watch it. Do you know what I mean? And just like make I mean, them, they're make they're them hate, watch, watch a show starring an insanely talented actor who's been done <clears throat> dirty by this franchise. Yeah. Um, oh my God, I felt so bad. Because again, like the end of Last Jedi, like I, I thought it was odd. The whole kiss at the end thing is odd, mostly more so now because they don't follow up on it well again there's another comic <clears throat> set after the last Jedi which establishes um Finn's Rose like I like and- you but I don't like you like you <laughs> yeah basically the comics shouldn't be doing this this should be in the films I mean I'm glad there's extended material because I do like me some Star Wars comic books but it, I, the comics shouldn't have to be where they tidy up now the comic should be bonus the comic should be here's an extra story I mean, and tidy up if if you think that's what they need, which I don't particularly think they need tidying up. Well, some of these w- things. What was her lesson there? Her lesson was like love is worth fighting for. Uh,
0: you don't win by de- destroying the things you hate. You win you by mean, saving the saving things, the things, you, things you,
1: love. you love. Exactly. Where was any of that at the core of this film's story? Nope. Destroy Palpatine. Yep. Who who? Hey, if he dies, his spirit will pass on into you. Oh, you've killed him, and you're fine. And you're moving fine. on, and you blew him up.
0: Mm- you didn't strike him down. You
1: blew him up. You are the Force Dyad. Oh. He killed himself what's that? with his own lightning. I is, it know. A, is it in the encyclopedia? It is great. Are you gonna explain it in the film? Nope. Nope. Just oh good lord. Two people who are strong in the force, and that's it. It barely gave us any palpatine palpatine either. We got that for about three minutes. It was a palpable lack of palpatine. Yes. Yes, like um, there was like there was legitimately a palpable lack of Carrie Fisher. I think they did the best with what they could. I would like to watch the film again at some point in the future and try and detach the idea of right how they're gonna make this work from my they head. Did, they did the best with what they could, but what they did was not very good. <clears throat> Your scientists were so preoccupied with whether or not they could, they never stopped to think whether or not they should.
0: Yeah. I get it. Like I get I get I get, I get they were limited <clears throat> and I get they did what they had to do,
1: but I don't think it was good. <laughs> Leia Leia should have died in the explosion in the second act of the last Jedi because it would have been sudden and you could have used it as character motivation going forward it would have it would have been sad that they didn't then use the rest of the scenes they'd shot with Carrie for that film but it would have been more of a of an impact to our characters and the story had she died in that explosion. I think it was probably too far along in post for them to redo it. True. But think about they how, have been think about to... how many scenes she actually appears in after that in the film. Not that Yeah, many. but they've had they've had to reshoot a lot of it, I think. <clears throat> They're Disney, they've got the money. I I don't know if they had
0: the time, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um and also just,
1: just it just it's it in this she felt it didn't feel like she was there. Was Cause she wasn't. The scene with Ray at the beginning felt okay. But aside from that, it's just like, I just, there's no need for you to be in this. There really isn't a need for the character of Leia to be here based on what she's doing in the film. And it's obviously it's because of the real world impact of Carrie being not, no longer with us. Yeah. But write her out. It would have been shit to not say goodbye, but I think the goodbye we got made no sense. So it, it just left me feeling weird what were the biggest what the fuck moments in your screening? Because there was a palpable, ah, uh, hey. there was a palpable feeling in hours at several moments of the whole room just sort of going, what? And and it really hit. One of them being, you're a Palpatine. Everyone's yeah. just like, what?
0: That's just a bad sentence. <clears throat> That's not a good sentence to say. That's right.
1: Your, your, your grandfather fucks.
0: What? <laughs> you're a, your you're a Skywalker. Old, your crusty old flows. grandfather
1: fucks. He, he fucks real hard. Stop really. it.
0: You're a Skywalker flows. You're yeah. a Palpatine doesn't flow. It's a bad no. sentence on you're, the page and in the mouth.
1: You're a Palpatine would have also been as weird as you're a Kenobi. Uh, like yeah, none yeah, of them would just, work. And do you know why? Because none of these fucking names have meant shit in this trilogy. No. The fact they kept calling him Palpatine felt weird. Because it was coming out of the mouths of characters who've never called him Palpatine before. Yeah. Luke did briefly in Last Jedi, didn't he? He Refers to him as Palpatine, Emperor Palpatine. Yeah. And that's it. But the fact that everyone was like, Palpatine, Palpatine, I was like, he's the Emperor. Call him the Emperor. That's what you lot know him as. Yeah. This is odd. Are you going to start calling him Sheev? Oh, it's our old buddy Sheev. Hey. (laughs) How you doing, Sheev. Everybody loves Sheev. El- oh, Naboo Sheev! Oh, when we used to have drinks on Naboo! Oh, what a guy! What a guy! I mean, it turns out he was an evil emperor and may also have been a clone, maybe. But Sheev, what a great guy! Just like, oh god, what a guy! Just, uh, um, um, I did, I did like how nicely th- creepy
0: and horror inflected a lot of the Palpatine stuff was.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That stuff was like the the the. the the the, the the strobe lighting and the fact that he looked blind and, oh, and a,
0: him being suspended from this big yeah, Gla- hydraulic life
1: support arm, as I thought was pretty cool. GLaDOS meets Mojo. Yeah. Kind of like dangling there. I've seen theories online where people have said, like, no, he was a clone and it was just a clone the clone body he was in and they were trying to regrow him and that's why he he didn't survive the Death Star thing, but his consciousness transferred to a clone. I'm like, why would he then stay in a fucked up clone that needs an arm to move around? Like he wouldn't, would he? That doesn't make any no, sense. It it wouldn't. When you can see perfectly formed, uh, as perfectly as he is formed, Snoke clones over here. Why would Palpatine,
0: which again raises sit in more a questions? Body?
1: Yeah, they're implying that this is the Palpatine. They keep showing shots of his fucked up fingers, implying that all that lightning and all that stuff as he goes down the explosion somehow. Also, that was another what the fuck moment. This film had a blue beam in the sky. Yes, we thought yes, it was. It we did. thought it was dead, but it's back. Skybeams. Yeah. Fucking Sky Beams. Love it. No no sky ghosts, but Sky Beams. Skybeams. Although oh, one of the post- one of the posters for this film sky. had a Sky Ghost. One of the posters yeah. for this yeah. film is Ray. yeah um, yep. Kylo yep. yep. fighting in yep. the yep. Sky Ghost Palpatine. Um it's coming soon to Disney Plus. Sky Ghost Palpatine. Yep. Um It's me and my dog on a wacky adventure with baseball and ice cream. Um, terrible I'd watch that starring Rose Tico Uh, the other what the fuck moment was I'm the spy from um, I actually kind of like that I like it
0: a bit it, it was hammerly executed
1: yeah but oh, Donald like Don Don Gleason is like he's been devouring honey glazed, yeah, for, the, for these movies. And I
0: like that he gets killed immediately as I, like he's immediately found out.
1: Yeah, like he, he doesn't, he doesn't, executed. he doesn't get to revel in his in in his love decision because he gets shot in the chest with a rifle, yeah. like, immediately. But it was more just the fact that uh, I realized that Hooks's character means jack shit in the yep. overall trilogy because in the first film he's a he's a pathetic but frightening character because he's I mean, a
0: look how into it he is when they when they fire off Starkiller base when he's just neo-naziing
1: it yeah he, it, it's like this is a child who believes in this horrific bullshit to be the right thing yeah and he's screaming his orders and he's so passionately into it, whether he's been like brainwashed from a young age to believe this is right, or whether he grew up in a post Empire galaxy, like his, you know, maybe his parents were in the Empire, and he's like, no, I believe in this, I believe in it. Maybe he's just a giant racist, and he's like, yep, let's fucking wipe out everyone we want to wipe out. Again, like, EU stuff pre-
0: reveals that his father was a general in the Empire. There we go. And help, so and, and help to
1: found the First Order. So there we go. So it's it's a thing of like, yeah, this guy believes in this because from a young age, it's everything he's ever known. Yeah. In the second one, it still kind of does that, but they they focus more on the co- comedic interplay between him and Kylo and the power balance. Yep. And then in this one, he's just, no, I'm a spy. Why? Because I don't want Kylo Ren to win. Yeah, but... I am the spy. You're still going to die <laughs> if that happens. Yeah. Yeah. Like or get arrested, you know. It's like, what, what do you achieve? There's like, no win condition for you. Like, here. It makes sense if he's like, take me with you. I want to see the look on his stupid face. Do you know what I mean? Like, at least do that, because then you're like, wow, God, this guy really has. Nice. Give him some dialogue. Was just like he ruined everything. Like he ruined everything, and if we can't have, a, we if we can't win. Then he can't win, and I want to see him suffer. Like really. You know, it just it didn't play to his character, but the ham was delicious. The ham, um, it was a delicious slice of ham. It was ham, a yeah. delicious slice of ham. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I just Honey glazed. Honey glazed ham way. But don't worry, Babu Frick made it out alive off that planet oh, that was blowing. Yay, up. Babu Frick.
0: <laughs> Fuck me. Um Oh God. It's just it's just a mess. Like yeah. the whole Palpatine, like none of the Palpatine like family stuff makes any
1: sense. No. No. Even what he's saying it, it's
0: like, oh yeah, your parents really were nobodies. Apart from the fact that one of them was the son of the fucking emperor.
1: Yeah, like- who apparently must have given birth, like got laid, and then his mum his mum, who we never find out about, gave birth to you. At some point in the last 30 years, because he's clearly in his, like, 20s or 30s when they drop off infant Rey. Yeah. And Rey's meant to be sort of like, roughly, so the way they tell her story, she's maybe 20. There's a timeline in, again, in the Visual Dictionary, which yeah.
0: reveals that she is 19 at the time of Force Awakens. Right. So she's 20 in this.
1: So her parents are, when, when she's born are at the very least about 17, 18. Yeah. When she's born. Um, and they're clearly not when you see those flashbacks. They're clearly older than that. So Palpatine, at some point during the original trilogy, fucked. Um It would have been... Yeah, it would have been... Uh, Somebody no, have been- looked at that post-Sith crispy face and went, yeah, I want to get some of that. So Ray is 19... At the start of
0: Force Force Awakens, Awakens. which is set 30 years after Return Return of the the Jedi.
1: Jedi. Yeah. So... So she was born uh, 11 years after Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. So... So her parents have to be, again, roughly, let's say they're 20. They were uh, born during the original trilogy.
0: Make... The dad, like, because
1: because the, eh. there's there's at least at least twenty years between yeah. Sith and New Hope because Luke's like nineteen twenty. In, in there, New there Hope. is there are twenty years <clears throat> between Sith and New Hope. Yeah, so years. so this is an original trilogy Emperor fucking. Yeah. Yuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do we learn anything about how that happened? But then also, original no. trilogy
0: Emperor fucking having a child. And either like, so so, them aside, so son, how, how was your day?
1: How was your day at school, son?
0: It just <laughs> I, I don't get it. I don't get it. And, and, and then he's like, but then Kylo's like, yeah, your parents were no one out of choice. That's not how
1: that being works. no one works. Just just the whole like you know, yes, you were always destined to be this, my granddaughter, the new empress. Wait, so did you did you fuck? Because you wanted your granddaughter to be the next you? How would you know that that works? Unless you influence the midichlorians to create. life? I Um, just don't get it. I don't get it. But hey, Ahsoka voiceover. Um, Yeah, okay. Liam Neeson chucked a line in there. Uh, uh, Ewan McGregor chucks a line in. Uh, what's yeah. his name? Uh, S- S- Saban, Sabin from Rebels. Freddie Prince Jr. is Kanan, in there. Kanan Jarrett. Kanan, that's it. That's it. Kanan. Um, but Freddie, not Ezra. Not Ezra, but that's because Ezra's fate is still unclear. Yeah. So I kind of respect that choice. Um, who else? Ah- Ahsoka, uh, Alec Guinness. Again, they use that Ray clip that they made for Force Awakens. Yeah. Um, uh, Anakin played by Hayden Christensen, Frank Oz for Yoda, Mark for um for Luke. Apparently
0: also Luminara Unduli and Ayla Sakura, but I don't know what their actors are called, so I couldn't tell you.
1: And also Samuel Jackson. And, oh yeah, also Samuel Jackson. Yeah, yeah. I wanted, Samuel I want L. I just wanted another voice to go and I'm Plo Koon. <laughs> i am Kiadi mundi <laughs> Do you remember me, kids? I was a conehead with a mustache. And me, David S. Jedi. (laughs) Are we supposed to know who that is? (laughs) Nope. David S. Jedi. He's his own thing. Right. And the the younglings are? Part part of of it! it. (laughs) Um, And also Yaddle. Yaddle Yaddle should have rocked up. Yaddle should have rocked up. Forgot about me you have! (laughs)
0: We never hear her speak. She couldn't sound much deeper than that.
1: Because she was literally a spare Yoda puppet they put a wig on. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Final thoughts. Chewie was the MVP of this bitch. No, he
0: wasn't.
1: Because they, they, quote unquote, kill him off.
0: Yeah. At the end of the first act. And then immediately reveal he's not dead. In the most nonsensical way possible. They
1: fuck around with him, but he gets the only emotional beat in the movie that made me feel something.
0: You get a death fake out from Chewie. No, no, no. Two death fake outs from fucking Kylo.
1: No, no, not that. Not that. Chewie's reaction to Leia's death was the only bit of the film where I felt something.
0: That was good.
1: That was brilliant. And as a result, he gets... (sighs) No. No, he doesn't get a medal. Because that just takes away from the fucking scene as a distraction.
0: Also, he did get a medal.
1: I, the comic, I, I was so annoyed with that. I was so annoyed the, with that because it was, ju- it was just, a, it was, it was just a a, sp- a a fans. A? He got so, a comic ugh.
0: spin-off series, which gave him a medal, but he then gave away to someone. Yeah. So we well, didn't have a medal. But it's, uh, again, this is the thing, right? So the Star Wars story group run by Pablo Hidalgo is in place to keep everything in sync. Mm. But this contradicts so much shit that, they've done since the new eu launched yeah like giving poe his fucking spice runner backstory contradicts him being a fucking military brat
1: yeah yes Yes. Yeah, his parents course. were yeah. at the battle of endor yeah um um what was it called i Shab- guess you can
0: st- i guess you can still fit it in but hmm. it just
1: doesn't jive yeah what, what was that series called the, po- the post return of the jedi one the, the mini series Uh, Journey to the Force Awakens, it was called. Oh, Shattered Empire. Shattered Empire, that's it. Yeah. That's the one. Um, Yeah, Shattered Empire sets up his parents and you know he's a military brat. Like, his history is documented. His own series covers it. It's bullshit. There's so much retconning in this film in a way where you're like, well, I guess it works, but how old are these characters and how much have they done in their life? It's so strange. It's so... But at least Chewie got like a, a, a feels moment. Kevin Smith on Fat Man Beyond gave... An interesting take on the medal thing, which made me not hate it that much. But it's still distracting, because it's just fan service. Which was, you notice when Leia passes away, she's holding the medal. Implying that it's Han's medal. Um, Yeah, that makes sense. And that is the moment that she kind of starts to actually like Han. Is A New Hope. Where this cowardly arsehole who just was in it for the money comes back and risks his life to help win the fight yeah so that medal is almost a symbol of like this is the moment i fell in love with this guy like this is the moment where it begins like their actual relationship starts um so that in itself is like well that's kind of sweet that she's holding his medal as she passes away she's holding her husband's medal but they had a bitter breakup Are you telling me that in the space divorce she got his medal? Well, yeah, because he just, he just do you, fucked up. Do you, do you give medals back in the space divorce? She, they, that'd, be, that'd be like, right, we're having a divorce but I'm having all of your sports trophies? I guarantee that <laughs> she kept it for um,
0: nostalgic reasons and he completely forgot he had it. Yeah. Oh, God. Absolutely.
1: Like, Absolutely
0: so weird you know he just took so that thing in a drawer and then never looked at it again
1: but then that means at the end maskinata's going this is for you not knowing <laughs> this is han's medal hi chewy i heard once that you didn't get a medal in a scene on screen so here's a medal by the way all your friends are dead i love you he's my boyfriend that wookie <laughs> just like what the fuck is happening which they don't pick up on again which would yeah. have been neat if
0: they're gonna have Maz in it, at least have
1: that interplay, but no. No, oh yeah, they've ignored that for two films now. <laughs> it's oh, like, yeah. what the fuck? But hey. A poo-poo-li. A poo-poo-li. <laughs> so, what a treat. Poo poo um, God. And what uh,
0: else about this film is fucking bonkers? Yeah. Um I, Yeah, the, the death all the death fake outs, the constant fucking death fake outs, the whole Chewy shuttle switcheroo, which isn't set up properly, so it doesn't make any sense.
1: Yes. Oh, Um, God. It's
0: like, oh, there were two ships on a lot. Oh, okay. The Knights of Ren. (laughs) AKA the non-characters.
1: AKA these guys. Just (laughs)
0: literally... A moment where they walk down a corridor, one stop to produce to the other, and goes, The Knights of Ren. And that's it! Like, just to tell you that it's the Knights of Ren. It's ridiculous. Which again, it's like so these, these are
1: these are Kylo's boys. These are the guys he got, these are his motorcycle gang and his rebellious years. These are the guys that he got together with after leaving the Jedi training and started to fuck places up. These like, are the guys, know- these are the guys that got the first order to notice him and be like. You're the leader of this band of violent people. We want to talk to you, and we have someone who wants to meet you. Snoke and all this stuff. Like, these guys mean a lot in Kylo's story. They're just kind of there, and then he kills them all. Well,
0: we assume they mean a lot in Kylo's story. We have no fucking idea. We have no context for who or what they are.
1: <laughs> it's just... And they don't even have distinct armor. They don't even have cool-looking designs. They don't say anything! They're just They're... just there.
0: Not a oh single one god. of them has a line
1: of dialogue. But don't worry, a stormtrooper pointed out the Knights of Ren.
0: Knights I guarantee
1: Ren. I guarantee that stormtrooper will be a massive cameo. And that's yeah, why that, a that's line the Ed of Sheeran
0: stormtrooper maybe. It's
1: the Knights of Ren. Oh god, Ed. Uh, oh god. <laughs> now I'm going to sing a song. I thought after Game of Thrones they learned that giving him cameos was a bad idea.
0: <laughs> Stop giving Ed Sheeran cameos.
1: <laughs> Stop um, giving Ed Sheeran Stop, um,
0: just stop, Ed Sheeran. I'm
1: af- I'm afraid I'm gonna have to fly the nest. I'm gonna have to go shortly because I've got a I've got a pantomime to get ready for. Yes, yes. But um, kept you
0: for much for long enough. But um.
1: But I, as you can tell, dear listener, we have oh. a lot of shit to say about this bizarre movie. Yeah. Um, and we want to know what you thought. Big damn thought. at gmail.com. That's big damn at gmail.com. We want to know we missed. Yeah. Anything
0: that you thought was weird or great. If you enjoyed this movie, please, oh, sorry. If you enjoyed this movie, please, please get in touch and let us know what you liked about it because I wanted to like it so much. Yeah. And I know for a lot of it, I, I actually had a lot of fun in the cinema watching it, but it's only since I've gone away and actually thought about it. it I had the same thing with Star Trek Into Darkness. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Another J.J. Abrams joint. Yeah. I was like, I had a great oh time in the cinema watching it, but then as soon as I come out of it, I'm like, what the fuck did I just watch? <laughs>
1: It's nonsense. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. It's
0: absolute nonsense in a way that none of the Star Wars movies have been
1: really. Yeah. Like Like this. Last Jedi's been divisive. The prequels have been arguably of a low quality. But none of them have ever been nonsense. I mean nonsense.
0: Yeah. The people have dismissed them as nonsense because they're genre films. Yeah. And they have silly things in them. But they've not been outright nonsense. No. Until now.
1: it's just a mess boys and girls we want to know your thoughts if you enjoyed the movie tell us why we'd love to hear about it we'd love to hear that people really dug it um, if you didn't enjoy the movie let us know why we will go through your spoilery Skywalker emails at the end of next week's show uh, but right now all that's left to say is do you want to fuck no, I don't. want to fuck <laughs> no no see this Sith penis
0: No, Palpatine, who's fucked? Please do it. Ah, do it. I'm stopping. I'm, I'm going now. Bye.
1: Do it.